something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. And welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn. This week, we are, we're going to break down politics. We're going to give it to y'all straight, easy, simple, fun. We're going to sit it up, stand it up, sit it out, hold it up, hold it down. I'm here with my beautiful calls, 
You know her as Miss Icont or Toots, but I call her Bobby Clifford. Hi, you, Bobby. Hi, Flame. How's it going? It's been a good week, Bobby. They want to, the, the fans want to hear you say, I can't, I can't, Bobby, I can't. Oh, you know, I have to say right, my I can't for later. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, get so many you, people, I get so many people in the inbox that say they love to hear you say that. That is hysterical. You know what's hysterical? It's, it's like accent, right? You don't realize you have, well, so it is part of my accent. You don't realize you're saying it until when I actually go to say, I'm like, oh God, that's what she's talking about. Um, but oh, I don't please know don't change it. it. Please don't change it, Bobby. We adore that. That is super cute. So don't change it. No, Thank no, to, I won't. Thank you to our fabulous producer, Mr. Aaron Howard. And uh, this has been a very interesting week. Tomorrow night, I'm with Tiffany Haddish, which is Friday the 19th at the Yamaha Casino, and it, which is completely sold out. And don't forget that February the 2nd and 3rd, I will be in New York City at Comedy in Harlem. Bobby Clifford will be there on Saturday Yay! night. Miss Icon. And we are going to have a great time. The ticket sales are very, very uh, good. They're almost sold out completely. So if you have not gotten your tickets, I implore you to go get your tickets at Comedy in Harlem. Go to the website. That's the name of the comedy club. Because Tasha K is opening for me Saturday night. The media guru, the, the gossip queen. And Friday, we have one show. So come hang out and just let's have a good time. Now, what is happening in the world, Bobby Clifford? You take the lead. Oh, I'm just driving the bus. All right. There's a lot happening. Some things that I don't want to see. So I'm making that big boo-boo face because um, this week I saw, and I was so disappointed, um, the Innocence Project is taking up the case for Scott Peterson. Just to remind those, or some people might be young, or one of your listeners might, you know, or two might be too young to remember, but um, Scott Peterson killed his 27-year-old, eight-month pregnant wife back on Christmas Eve of 2002, um, and they found her four months later. I think it was like March or April. Um, her body washed up on the San Francisco Bay, um, and he was uh, convicted of first-degree murder for her, second-degree murder for the baby, uh, and, and he was put to death like that that was his sentence it was he he got the death penalty uh the death penalty was taken off a number of years later and he was put to a full um prison sentence because there was uh, a juror number seven i think they could they used to call her strawberry shortcake because she had pink hair um she answered a question on the uh, sort of like hunter biden she answered and they felt she wasn't being she wasn't being honest on the juror questionnaire asked if, if um, anybody had ever been victim of a crime. And she had suffered domestic abuse in the past, but she got out of the situation. She she had a restraining order as preventative because she was pregnant. So she didn't feel she was a victim. So she answered it in in her mind, honestly. And um, that's actually what they're going, they're going to go for the, um, a new trial for um, well, using that. Well, here's my thing, and, I, and thank you for sharing all that information, Bobby. Sorry. And that was the first one that he got away with. I mean, that was the one that he got caught for, because allegedly he had killed a wife or two before that. You know, he was notorious, mm. and his arrogance was ridiculous. Secondly, I, I'm not saying that you can't live your life, and we all have different alternatives, you know, hell. But the pink hair lady, I would have questioned that anyway, because I think... A, and I know this is going to sound real messed up, and I, but I think a jury is, is supposed to look a certain way. I know, y'all. I know. I'm sorry. I know. But I just <laughs> think that a jury is supposed to look a certain way if you're balancing my life in your hands. You know what I mean? I don't want you to be all over. The, I'm all over the place. You know, I'm transgender, you know, so I know what I look like. So I don't even think that I would be the right fit because it looks to be all over the place, even though I'm very common sense and mild-mannered. But I... I I, and I hope you guys are understanding what I'm saying, because I know I may not be saying it cor politically correct. Who gives a damn? But I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, pink hair, no. But I'm glad that they cut it. He was such an arrogant son of a bitch. And, he, uh, he, he is, but I think he was, I think this guy was only married the once. This is Scott. He was young and remember Flamey was super handsome. Um, I, the, something Kane is an actor, last name Kane. He played like a lifetime movie based on this. Yeah. Um, but she, but, but you know how my response back to that flame would be, well, the, the, um, his legal team had the right to take her off, but they didn't. They let her in her pink hair stay on. So I think it's sort of like sour grapey now to go back. Yeah. And and she didn't vote a certain way because well we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I was well. I 
I well, like I, to see I, them take people. You. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I know, Bobby. Sorry. That is that, that is a great adage of don't judge a book by its cover. And the actor's name right. is Dean Kane, who's fine. Yes, that's it. Oh, my God. Thank God. <laughs> but um, I still have an issue with that. This man has been caught for murder, his wife and his yeah. unborn child. And y'all allowing taxpayers, my money, because that's my money, because I pay taxes. Now, your ex-president didn't, but I pay my taxes. Y'all take, keeping him alive off my tax dollars. I got a problem with when he's completely caught and guilty. It is just preponderous the way this country is headed with the with the laws and who gets away with what and whom. So we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, Hopefully we, they we will. will do the right thing. Ne- what's next on the docket, Bobby? Come on with it. Okay, with so we're, we're moving on, moving on. Um, Anheuser-Busch, they are, there might be some beer that'll be missing as of Leap Day. Um, they're, they voted to strike the union for better pay, benefits, and job security. So They've seen probably the positive impact it had on the cars and all of the other recent strikes that we've had. So that that's the latest on that. Um, moving along over the pond, King Charles is getting pro- hold, oh, hold on, hold on with the strikes. Yeah. With the strikes. Um, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. They're just following mm-hmm. suit on what everybody else done because they have seen that it has made drastic change. That's right. I I think it's a great move on their part. I do. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think that um, you know, a, a, not just AI, but there are a lot of a lot of uh, jobs are sort of on the uh, you know on the line, and they're looking to have some sort of security. I don't blame them. Some of these people have worked in these in, in these factories their entire lives, so. Um, if they're being underpaid, and we certainly know An- Anheuser-Busch is, is making money because alcoholism seems to go up every year. Um, so I don't blame them. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Good for, good for you guys. You have to stand up for yourselves, especially in this economy, because money is tight everywhere. And it looks like right. people are making money hand over fist and flourishing, but the economy is so crazy and you just never know when something is going to end abruptly. So you have to have money coming in from all different entities. So good for them for striking and standing up for themselves. Let's go, Bobby. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So just quickly, a quick mention. King Charles is getting prostate treatment next next week. Woo-woo. Uh, and Princess Kate had abdominal surgery, not cancer-related. Um, and I guess it was a big success. That was either yesterday or today. Um, something that's... I'm very proud of Prince William for taking... The, he, he stepped away from his... Uh, Prince duties to take care yes. of his wife. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's the way it's supposed that. to be. It That's is, the way it's you know, supposed to be. But you know the world we live in don't always work like that. So I'm so proud of him for taking care of his wife and the mother of his children. Uh, prayers to Prince Charles. This prostate cancer, prostate, it's so serious. Enlarged, man. yeah. It's so serious, man. And I know we have this issue about, oh, I don't want nobody checking me out. You better get it checked out because once you get to stage four, you're going to check out. And that's just the real no, love. it's true. Don't let it go this, too long. If you feel something irregular, if, you're, if your erection is weird or your pee flow is weird, and I'm speaking from personal experience, I ain't had yeah. no prostate cancer, but I, my, my, my plumbing is male. My plumbing is male. Yeah. So I know, you know, I can relate to that. So it is important, fellas. Please get your prostate exam. Please get your um, colonoscopy if, you, if you're required to do mm-hmm. it. It is, not, it, it is invasive, but I would rather be invaded for those 20 minutes than to suffer for two or three years and be a burden on other people because I was too lazy to let somebody check my butt. That's all it is. They're checking your butt. Let me just, it's, that's ABC. <laughs> it's the truth. It's it's so many of the, um, of the simple things we can do. Mammograms. I saw... I saw um, Bill O'Reilly on on Cuomo yesterday. He just got his annual mole patrol, and he had precancer cells that had to be removed. And it's not a big deal when it's when you do it quickly up front. It doesn't turn into melanoma. But um, I think we we, we have to be uh, as as our, our friend TT Jan says, you run your life like a Fortune five hundred company, right? Yeah. So we need to be we need to take better care of ourselves. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm down with it. But speaking of people who t- are taking care of themselves, is Secretary Lloyd Lloyd Austin was re- released from the hospital. It, lo- it sounds like he's going to work at home. He has full access to everything. Biden doesn't seem to have slapped him on the wrist, at least not publicly. I'm sure privately they had a conversation. He says that he believes we talked about it last time that it was just a lapse in judgment and 
he's certainly putting parameters in place so that nobody else does that, yeah. um, th- that, that they inform him. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something super sad we'll talk about, uh, but it, 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 it even it's in frustrating. It's not just sad. It's frustrating is the um, Uvalde. They came back with a report yeah. um, that there was a failure. Of course, there was a failure of the 2022, um, the, the shooting. Uh, 370 officers gathered and, and sat outside at the scene for 77 minutes. 370 were outside, but 19 officers were in that building within three minutes. Within three minutes, there were 19 officers. He killed, that young man killed 19 children. 19. Mm. That was one officer per kid. My problem is, this is why we don't need the internet and social media, because we do not respect our leaders. Somebody needed to be in control and say, hey, we're going to get casualties anyway, but let's go in forcefully. They were trained right? officers. They had body armor. They right. they went through the training. This was a young, crazy young man who had just him by himself, no weapons training, no, no formal or anything. And the cowards were given guns. I spoke about this on Coffee Time. I spoke about this when it first happened because as a parent, I was mortified. You would have shot me, Bobby Clifford, if I was outside because I was going in to get my baby and any other kid that I could save at that time. We there was one to... parent who did that, Flame. Do you remember baby, he went there, and there some, he got the yeah. kids out that got out? He opened yeah. the window or something and took them out. That's what have been me. I would have been losing my shit, Flame. Well, so they I'm with you. They threatened those officers. Some of those, we watched it on live TV. They, some, they threatened right. some of those parents that if you go there, we're going to shoot you. I would have taken my risk on getting mm-hmm. shot by you. You'll shoot me, but you won't attack the shooter. That is my problem. They keep giving these cowards guns. A gun does not give you courage. Courage is the ability to handle the situation. But in that aspect, you should have been in there. And some of those officers had children in that school. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it, Bobby. I don't like the cowardice of it. I suppose all of them should be removed and never allowed to work in law enforcement or any situation of power again because they prove to prove to us and themselves that you are not equipped for this job mentally or physically. It was just, it was crazy, Bobby. When I watched the stories of those children and those parents, as a parent, my heart broke. This is how when we always say, oh, this, they were Mexican or they were white or they, I don't care that they were not in my nationality. What I cared about was those parents' hearts being broken because they watched and they listened to their children being assassinated. They listened. They, you had to hear that. Do you know that would never leave some of these people's ears and mind and, and DNA? It's ridiculous, Bobby. I'm, I hope. I wish they would have charged all at least the 19 that were in there. Yes, the other ones outside should have taken, but nobody was in charge. Even when that sheriff That spoke, was the problem. Even when the sheriff spoke, he didn't have control of his own situation. Why were you yes. in that position when you were ill-qualified? That's all I'm saying. That is all I am saying. Tragedy. Yeah. Prayers to everybody involved in that still to this day because those people have to live with that each and every day. I hope that they demolish the school because it's just a very painful memory. Yeah. I, it, I'm it sorry is. to when get you so watch passionate it. about that. I'm sorry. No. To get so, but I'm a parent. It, yeah, no, it's that's we have to. Be, so here's the problem: people aren't getting passionate enough about this stuff. It's like okay, on the on to the next. We've almost become desensitized. So I like to see that you're passionate about it. I want people to remember when it's time to vote. I want people to think about yeah. how we're bolstering security in school and who, which person is going to do that for you. And we'll get to the elections in in a minute or so. But that's what people need to be paying attention to. Um. Oh God, Alex Marda is—he's coming up for um, a, a, a potential new trial due to the jury um, tampering. Uh, that Becky Hill, the court clerk, they—they they feel that she may have tampered. They—the uh, judge was trying to set some sort of parameters inside. Um, we'll see what happens with that. I, I'd is, like that to be over. And he's representing himself, isn't he? Oh, I don't know if he's. I, I I didn't see that. I thought he has a, a, a team. I don't know how he's paying them. Uh, well, with the stolen money that he get uh, allegedly and kill people for. So that's how yeah. he's paying them. Uh, yeah. secondly, this man, this Murdoch. Oh my God, money, money. If they say money is the root of all evil, it is not a lie. This man wiped out his family right? to cover up his lies and to garner money. That to Bobby. When I look at him, I see the devil. They always say, what does the devil look like? The devil has two legs a lot of times. I've seen a lot of devils. And not because he's Caucasian. This is a devil because how can you have that much content for your wife and child to have them, to kill them just for 
financial gain. This yeah. is why I'm saying some people don't know how to struggle and be poor. Some people and some people are so afraid of that that they will kill anything in the path to say that I don't have to be poor or struggle. That is a sad state of affairs of where we are as American society. And I did say American society, even though I know it happens everywhere. Money is so crazy. I hope they convict him. I, I, I don't. The, the look on his face is almost uh, you can't catch me. You can't touch me because he had gotten away with so much. This man stole money from so many different people. Oh, my God. He just, yeah, he he's a hot mess. But on, 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 I, I hope, well, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping to God that they they prove that it wasn't really tampering. I mean, she did, she did have stuff to say. Everybody had said it. I hope she doesn't screw up his conviction, what she was trying to help do by doing what she did you know it's we really all have to stay in our lanes and and not try to to bully people because that's what she was doing basically yeah well here's the thing bobby i think they're going to have to really revamp the way they pick jurors for uh court they're going to have to go back and search their social media they're going to have to go and ask people in their past you know what kind of person are they what have they said in the past that may have offended you because i'll say all the right things to get that seat but that doesn't mean yeah. in- internally I'm feeling a whole nother way and they're not doing yeah. enough research on it. They're going to have to, they're going to really have to, how they, why they want to reform the police department, reform the way they pick jurors oh, because it's, it's bullshit. It, yeah. It's the whole thing. It's, it's got to be prison reform. It, it's the whole system has to be revamped. Uh, and I hope after, after this election, I'm hoping that people stop pushing and actually getting that stuff done. Um, if you know the election, if we get somebody that's decent in there, um, but I agree. I, I am a hundred percent with you. Um, I want us to all pray. There were two Navy SEALs that, that went uh, into the water in Somalia and they haven't found them. We haven't, we haven't heard one way or the other. So I'm hoping to God they're just floating somewhere and they weren't, you know, taken. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the, those Navy SEALs are badasses too. They're tough. So. Oh my God. They really Prayers are. Um, two happies. Elton John got an EGOT at, I think he's 77, isn't he? 77. Oh my God. Yay, Elton. Um, I can't believe he doesn't already have it though, Flame. I was really a little surprised. And that is Sir Elton John. Oh, I am sorry. You are 100. (laughs) My my queen, you are 100% correct. Don't be be messing up somebody's pronouns, Bobby (laughs) Clifford. And the other, so no, I'm so pleased with him. I think that might that must be great. I think they said that he was home um, because he had knee surgery or something. He had just had knee surgery, so uh, and he couldn't even jump up and down. Um, so yay, Elton, we're, we're, we we all still love you. Uh, something else I thought that was super cool was um, the Miss America that was crowned was a 22 year old second lieutenant in the Air Force. She was the first active air for you know uh somebody in the military that won i thought that was pretty darn cool yeah thank god that they're they doing something for our military i said it i said it i said it thank you to all the vets past present and future for for representing and serving our country because i'm telling you right now we might be serving it for real because if we don't get things together with this election we're gonna oh be served gosh. up good god we're gonna be served up okay let's yeah. get on to the election okay buddy. let's get on to it let's can we get to the iowa caucus um, scrolling up. Yes, we can. Trump won. Uh, First of all, let me yep. tell y'all. Trump won. It was the lowest turnout ever. And it, I believe that it was partially because of the weather. Because I think Iowa was oh, like I'm sure. negative. It was like negative yeah. 29. And I'm going to say yep, this. Yep, yep. I, that part of Iowa is a very Caucasian area. And I'm going to tell y'all this right now. When Europeans and white folks get cold, and say that it's cold, it's cold for real. Because Europeans and white folks, y'all don't get cold. Y'all go ice fishing and jumping in the pool with the with swimsuits <laughs> on. Yeah, dumb shit like that. That's something we don't do. The polar, the polar challenge. Come oh, on, my Flame. God, Jesus. <laughs> when white folks say it's cold, then it really is cold. But they brave that cold to come out. And he won. He didn't win. He didn't win because it was only 14%. But he still won the people that did come out. And I'm telling you right now, this man, Donald J. Trump, said, even if you're sick on your deathbed, get up and come vote. He said, and if you pass away, it's okay. And one of my friends said, oh, my God, he's crazy. And I looked at my friend and said, absolutely not. He is not crazy. But the people that support that debauchery, what is my new word, malarkey, 
Those are the ones that are crazy. Those are the ones that are crazy because, listen, John McCain got up off his deathbed to go against Donald Trump. Right. If you guys remember that. This man is not crazy, but this man is playing chess and not checkers, and it is so scary to see which way this country is headed. I do believe in my heart of hearts, and I don't want to say this out loud, that if he gets on a ticket, we're afraid, we, we are doomed. Now, whether he will get on a ticket or not is a decision that they will make at the Supreme Court from, from certain states that want to take him off the ballot. But they keep saying that Kavanaugh owes him and Amy, Car- Amy Coney Barrett owes him. No, you owe the country. You owe the That's country right. because you took an oath and you took that position to sit on the, the Supreme Court to take care of the American people. Yes, Donald Trump was very instrumental in helping you get to that position, but you don't owe him anything but a thank you. You owe the American people. And I'm so sorry to say that we might not get what we're owed, first of all. And second of all, they need uh, uh, Clarence Thomas needs to recuse himself. His wife, Jenny, signed the bill to help push the insurrection while he was sitting on the Supreme Court. If that's not a conflict of interest, I don't know what is. And they say that he didn't discuss with her. They sleep in the same bed, hopefully, at night. I don't know because he was Yo, trying to who smash. knows? They might, she look, might be in the West Wing. He was trying to smash <laughs> Anita Hill, so she might not even be his type. She's just his wife. Sometimes they're your <laughs> wife and not your type. But um, nobody listened to her. But it's still a conflict of interest because I'm... Pillow talk is the most dangerous talk in the world. You cannot come in between pillow talk. So I think he should recuse himself. But Bobby, he is very scary. And those people came out. Uh, luckily, Nikki Harris did fare better than she thought she was. Nikki Haley, I'm sorry, fared better than she yep. thought she was going to do, even over the Santas. I'm interested to see who he's going to pick to be his running mate if he makes the cut. Oh, he's got a few names out there. Um, he's got a few names. Uh, for, well, God, did you see who endorsed him? I can't talk about. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Can you imagine Ted Cruz after he and tell them his wife is ugly after he alludes to the fact that his father was part of the J, JFK assassination? I I would understand if he voted for him because his ideology is the same as far as his policies and whatnot. But to say he came out and said he was going to wholeheartedly campaign for and vote for Trump. I, I don't, this guy, if he had a set, he lost it a long time ago. Well, you know, he lost it a long time ago because he, he allowed this man, Donald Trump to openly insult his wife. And That's say it. his wife was ugly. looked like a dog. So we, we knew then that he had no loyalty to anyone. But his purse, because first of all, you're not going to offend my wife, the mother of my children, not in my presence and not publicly. And I'm not going to knock your right. block off. I don't care who you think you are, because all you all Donald Trump thinks was that he was the president. He was never the president to me. He had the position, but he was never the president of these United States because he never acted presidential, in my opinion. But that's what we that's when we knew who Terry Cruz was. He showed you all his ass plenty of times in Texas oh. when they had the big flood. He was on the plane going, saying he was going to see about his daughters. He ran away from the problem. He was going to vacation in the Caribbean or somewhere, or Puerto Rico or something. So something. It, it, it continuously snowballs, but he continues to consistently shows you that he is not qualified for that position. He is not a man in my in my eyes as far as what a man is supposed to be. And he is not a responsible, um, uh, and, and he's not a responsible politician. He's not responsible in the position that he has because he doesn't care about anything but himself. He doesn't care about the Texans, which is where he's no. from. He doesn't care about the American people. A lot of these people have gotten in these positions and faces completely brown from the mud that they got their face stuck in. And it is not mud. I'm just saying it in a nice way. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm even more surprised. I have to be honest. If my husband let somebody insult me that way, I don't know if he'd be my husband anymore. So I'm even more surprised that she stayed with him. Well, I, I, I've seen her. And I ain't going to say it publicly. I never saw her. I've seen a picture of her. I ain't going to say it publicly, but Trump wasn't all the way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless her. Maybe she thinks she can't do better. But they're battering around VP names like Ben Carlson and um, uh, the New York Congresswoman, Elise, is it Stefanik? I'm probably killing her name. He referred to her in some conversation um, uh, in an interview as she's a killer. Um, so he's, he's got her, it'll be interesting to see how New Hampshire goes. They think that Nikki Haley is going to do better in New Hampshire. Um, 
uh, in Iowa, I think it was 51% that, that, um, Trump won by. They're yeah. hoping that Nikki is, sort of, kind of edges him out. It'll be interesting to see. So DeSantis has come right out and told us that he's not leaving. The scariest part about Donald Trump having, picking a female to be his running mate is only for optics, as he has proven time and time again that he has absolutely, absolutely no respect for women. He has absolutely no respect. Yep. I don't care how much power she has what position she's in, he has absolutely no respect for women. So if he picked a vice president, a female vice president, it is only for show to go against Biden and to make the American people, to appease the American people. Yeah. He will re- he will run, he will steamroll any woman in that position because that is what he does. And all you have to do is check his track record. Okay, Bobby, I'm sorry, we'll go back to your point. My ge- No, no, no. My guess is, is that, um, and you can agree or disagree, Flame, I'm guessing he did it because Biden did it. You know how he always used to measure himself against Obama? If Obama did something, he had to do it. So the fact that we have Kamala Harris, um, you know, as the VP is, I'm guessing that, that, um, that's why he's going. He's even thinking about female. Um, Ramaswamy finally dropped out. Lisa Hutchinson finally, yay, finally dropped out. Um, but DeSantis says he's not leaving. Uh, Haley cannot win, they say, in South Carolina, her own state. So it'll be interesting to see if she will, if she loses um, in New Hampshire. this week. Yeah, in New Hampshire. Will she stay? I, I don't know how smart it will be for her. Oh, wow. Well, she's, in fact, the, 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 the town hall is on right now with Nikki Haley. I was watching before we started taping. I don't dislike Nikki Haley. I like some of her talking points. My issue right now with brown people is that brown people just jumped on the bandwagon because now it's the black and brown struggle when it was the black struggle for so many years and the brown people were nowhere to be heard from because they were getting treated differently. If you guys take this oh, the no, wrong way. No, they weren't. You know, just yeah, listen to on. Nikki. Just hold listen on, to Nikki. Hold on, Bobby Christian. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Haley said the Civil War wasn't caused by a uh, bad... Uh, 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 Slave, slavery. So yeah. uh, my issue with some of the brown people now is that well, where were you guys when we needed you 50 years ago, uh, 60 years ago, 20 years ago? The black and brown movement now is new, but they jumping on like they have been on the train the entire time. It's not saying that I'm not welcoming you, but I need you to understand your position and your place. Stop making it like you have been an equal partner in this fight the entire time. And that is coming from somebody who is very black. That don't mean I'm anti anything else, but I'm very bad. Right. Yeah. No, she, she won't. She is, and you know, and I don't blame her. I don't blame her on this point. She said she, if she's not going to participate in any more um, debates unless Trump is on the stage. And why should she? She's been with DeSantis. How many debates? What more can she say? I mean, how many yeah. more insults can they, can they give each other? Um, so I sort of don't, I, if I were a Republican, I don't think I'd want to see them anymore. Like, you know, I'm done. I you do know, believe that I, I, I agree with you, Bobby. I do believe that she has proven herself. She has proven herself. Yeah. She's been able to stand next to the big boys. She put Rumpa Swampa in his place. I wonder what <laughs> he's going to do now. He ain't got no ass to kiss. I wonder what he's going to do with himself now. Oh, he'll be. He might be. He might be checking Trump's prostate. Maybe that'll be his job. Prostate checker. Well, I believe. I believe Trump may put him in in the cabinet if he gets. Uh, if he gets picked up. Oh, but. absolutely. Because he he's going to want people that are in. I agree with you. He's going to want people that are in. He surrounds himself, as Chris Christie has said to us since since he left, with people who are yes men. And when you're not in a yes man, you're no longer of importance to him. Yeah. So we know what, what he is. He was going to leave. So I thought he was leaving um, Ramaswamy on December 27th, what he was going to leave was if he couldn't, he was going to leave the ballot in Colorado in solidarity of, um, of Trump. So yeah, he, he's, he's a, a bootlicker as my father would have called him. I, um, I think he licked a little bit more than the boot. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto O'Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, 
This is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. But We Loved is a new podcast about queer history coming May 15th. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, Trump hasn't, he, he hasn't been doing too, he can't seem to keep the mouth quiet. He um, was in that second defamation trial for E. Jean Carroll, and he was told to be quiet, and he just, he just could not help himself, and even kind of was sassy with the, with the judge. The judge said, if you can't be quiet, we're going to, you know, we're going to have to kick you out. And he said, I would love it. <laughs> Bobby, here's because he looked like a victim. He only does what they allow him to do. And that's the truth. Because had that been a common man, you or me, girl, we'd you be in the clink. Oh, my God. We'd be all in ca- all kinds of hell. We absolutely. We'd already be in the clink flame. 
Um, you know, the question I have for you or for everybody, I want you to think is, you know, 71, 71% of us as Americans have, have been polling or saying that we, the one thing we did not want to have was a Trump Biden ticket. But yet the question is, how is he still garnering and gaining so much support? I think that if we, we have the Trump after New Hampshire, we'll pretty much know who, who's going to be on the ticket. And if we if it is those two names, I think that it's sort of what we deserve. You know, the, the Republicans should have run him out of town. They didn't. They still support him. Um, knowing. And, and this is even a bigger question. And I really do mean this to you because I don't know the legalities. And I haven't heard any of the talking heads really talk about it. I don't think he's going to jail. But what if he's found guilty on these uh, with these indictments? Can he still go into what are they going to do then? Go and like resurrect the the ticket and put everybody back up on a stage and have them like? Do you go to the number two? Like, how does it work? Well, here's the thing, Bobby. If you watch some of these interviews on on some of these different networks, MSNBC, CNN, they have asked Mm -hmm. people. Even if Trump is convicted, would you still vote for him? These people are still saying yes. Even if he's in jail, they are still going. I don't know what power this man has over these people or what they I see don't when, understand they, when they see him. But it is it is it is captivating to watch. And I, I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm not. I, I don't dislike Trump, the man and the character. I dislike the policies that he put out, and I don't believe that he should ever hold public office because of uh, because of not so, just yeah. because of the insurrection. But because of his verbal language and he's so disrespectful to any and everybody. And if you hold the highest office in the land, which is the president of the United States, there should be some level of temperament and respect that you should have to show to your country. Because what we do need is a leader because we love to follow a leader. That is what we have been brainwashed to believe that we have to follow. But why follow a disrespectful person? This is not a leader. This is a, a cult. And these people who follow right. him to me are so lost. But what? Who am I? I'm just a little small ant, baby. On, on this Do you know earth. who it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Hitleresque days, right? Remember all the days that led up to you know he's only going to be a dictator one day because he's probably going to burn the Constitution, and so then he can be a dictator forever. You know, it's like when a genie comes and says to you, "All right, I'm going to give you three wishes," and you wish for all the wishes in the world as your first wish. <laughs> He's sort of telling us what he's going to do. I mean, you know he's lying because his mouth is open. The, the one thing that he did say about Nikki Haley, and, and if anybody has followed Nikki Haley at all, even a teeny tiny bit, they know that none of this is true. He said that um, that people behind Nikki Haley are pro-amnesty, pro-China, pro-open borders, um, and they're pro-war. Well, she's not any of those things. Yeah. So, you know, how in the world, it's a lie. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. You are so funny about what you just said. It's two points. Pro-China, You, this is the same man who said the, the Wu-Tang, the, the coronavirus came from China. And the only thing it looked like that came from China was the $8 million that they paid to use his hotels while he was the president. Speaking so, you know, of conflict <laughs> of interest. Secondly, he said about the borders. And I'm going, I'm not with him on these border walls because I don't like the way he went after it. But I'm not in disagreement with him about it right now because we have had three million people come over to this country. And I'm not knocking that, but it's not being handled well. My president, my president, Joe Biden, has has not dropped the ball on many things to me. But on this one right here, this is going to, if he does not address this and soon and do something to show that he is really thinking about the American people in that aspect, that's going to be the nail in his coffin because that's what they're going to use to weaponize against everybody else is the border. Oh, absolutely. Because we have so many immigrants coming over. I mean, they're coming in in the droves. And um, he is not addressing. He's so worried about sending money to the Ukrainian war, which I pray for those people. I'm not knocking at. He's worried about, you know, what's happening in Palestine and Israel. I get that. But, baby, you're going to have to fix us right now because we need you more than we need you to help somebody else. Yes, extend the olive branch to them. But use the most of the branch in America and fix this border patrol because this is what is going to cost you the presidency. No, I, I, I 110 percent agree. But I, I was watching The View this week and and she, I did not know it. She reminded me. So um, Vice President Harris was on there and she said, everyone seems to forget it's this isn't just about Biden. This is about the whole cabinet. 
She said the very first day, she goes, I mean, he took the inauguration. He went into the house. He woke up the next morning and he put a bill. He put, he proposed. The first thing was about immigration. It was more money. It was, there was a whole outline of it and they didn't like it. And yeah. so, and it's just sat on a desk. And they're complaining he hasn't done anything, but he did do something. They're not moving on it. So now what Joe needs to do is dust off that policy, go back at them very publicly or, or however he does it. So, so the people are aware that he's doing something and he's going to have to do what Joe does does do best, which is make some concessions because we got to do something. I, I agree with you. There is absolutely something has to be done with this. This has yeah. gotten, it's gotten completely crazy because the three things I think that, that the, the um, the election is going to be about, it's going to be a abortion, which we all know it's going to be the economy, you know, how people are feeding their families and it's going to be um, immigration because there are too many people coming. You know, we've got, we've got big problems. Um, they, they're sending Abbott is still on a regular sending buses all over the country to any of the, any of the, um, the states that will take them, the refugee states. I can't even think that's not the right expression. And I, it, I'm just blanking on it. I'm having a menopause moment. Um, you know, and in Chicago, um, your old, uh, or, or at least the governor that's there now is saying that these people aren't equipped for it. They're coming from Mexico where it's warm. He says, we're negative 19 degrees. You know, I had seen him in an interview. We have no way to put these people. We're literally full. So we've got to do, we've got to do something with them. Uh, one of the things he wanted to do was put more money out so that they, they could vet them better. They had more judges. They had more st- staff at the, at the line on the border to keep them back. These, these poor guys are working 16 hour shifts because they don't have enough, enough help. And I heard a few um, Republican talking heads say, well, money is not the, not, not the issue. Well, it sort of is, you know, let's start there by, by at least having enough staff. So yeah. it's absolutely crazy. The hurt part about all the immigrants coming is once you see it, because it's one thing to see it on TV, but I actually experienced it when I was in Chicago this last year, uh, September. I was driving past the police station and Bobby, it just looked like a mm-hmm. refugee camp. It was, they was, and they weren't just one row around. It was maybe three or four tiers of people lined the, around the whole police station and they were cooking and they Going had like tents, Disney World and they were cutting hair and they were kids running in the street and it was just it was so bonkers to me Bobby to actually see it and I felt so bad and I understand that those people are coming over here for a better way of life but Joe Biden, President Biden you're going to have to really step up your game to get some kind of rain on this it is going to be the scariest part of this election and I know women need to band together and I have said this, I'm going to say it again that the only time a man should be inside of a woman's body is when he's invited so the abortion will carry a lot of weight but it will not carry as much weight as all these immigrants coming over. It, it won't. That, that is going to no. be a, yeah. a, a dirty spot on his record. And I need him to get him some shout and shout it out. No, I agree. I think it almost has to be number one. He has to shove it in their face right back at them. Um, yeah. You know, he gave he gave Texas to the end of, at the end of I think it was yesterday to stop blocking the U.S. Border Patrol's access because that's what they've been doing. Uh, they had we had a couple of drownings because of it. The, the Border Patrol couldn't get out to them because he has it all blocked off. Um, and their their Republican Attorney General Ken Paxton doubled down and says that they're they're not going to surrender. You know, like he thinks he's at the friggin' Alamo for the love of God. Um, but, but we, we, we've got to, we've got to do something. Something has to be done for these people and, and send them back. I mean, it, it, this is the American dream and we want you here, but you got to wait your turn. We have to build an infrastructure. You can't dump your country into our country. They're coming through Mexico, but they're not Mex- all Mexicans. They're Venezuelan. No. They're, they I mean, they have Haitians coming through the Mexico border. Yeah. It's, um, it's absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. Um, we did we did make a little gains um today that we got the Senate advanced the short term funding you know that stopgap me- measures so that the the government doesn't shut down which is great it it was a thirteen and uh, three fourteen excuse me to one oh eight vote and then the Senate Senate voted and, and passed it along but it's coming back up it's a two two tier um short term funding bill and it's coming yeah. back in March so they need you know to what? work they need to work better. You know what behooves me, Bobby Clifford, is that they so quick to shut down the government. You do realize that you are shutting down your military. You are shutting down the people that run yeah. this country by just and they do it so freely and so frivolous. I don't, 
I'm telling you, I'm not the smartest person on the planet, but I'm not understanding that. Why would you shut down our government and shut down, not pay the people that protect our country, which will make us a sitting duck when we have so many broken ties with allies that we had in this country because of the last administration? I don't listen. What am I but a small ant on a big planet, <laughs> girl? No, but you've good, good, you've got good common sense, right? So I mean, well, this me is going to get us over this? the short term. Yes, Can I just say, you this? say it. In the words of the great poet Bobby Clifford, I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't. I'm, I'm you telling are too you, fresh. I lay in this bed sometimes, and when I look at it, and I'm like, y'all see and hear the same things that I see and hear. Yeah. What are you guys missing? I'm not even that bright. I, I, it took me five years to go to high school. I didn't go to college. But well, that's because you were spending saying? too much with the girls and boys. That had nothing to do with your smarts. That was your extracurricular activities. I yeah, you, when you're right, Bobby, you're right. I ain't gonna lie. When you're right, you're right. I want to see them do something. I mean, the only thing, and I saw, I thought Chuck Schumer got up and, you know, he made a brief speech and I thought, Chuck, you, you got to keep speaking into existence. He was trying to be positive. He said, listen, as far as the Senate floor, you know, on the Senate floor, he said, this is precisely what Americans want to see. They want to see both sides working together and governing responsibly. No chaos, no spectacle, no shutdown. And I thought, you said it, Chuck, that is what we want to see. And same with immigration. Are we going to get exactly what we want? No, we're not. Immigration is not a, it's been going on for 60 years. This isn't Joe Biden, just Joe Biden's problem. It, the can has been kicked all the way down, but the jig is up for everybody, not just for yeah. Joe. He happens to be sitting in the big boy seat, but it, for Congress and for and for the Senate as well. Everybody has to sit down and they might even have to call Mexico and get them involved um, and say, how are we going to do this better? Because I'm sure Mexico's not so happy with all of these the immigrants coming through their country, and they and they already already are are tapped to to you know stretch to their limits. Um, mm-hmm. But we got to figure it out. Um, so I'm hoping. I, I keep saying Joe needs a he needs a better a better marketing um, group for him because he's got to get the right message out. I, I we think need you that, to win, uh, Joe. I think that. Um... President Obama is going to, and Michelle, First Lady Michelle, is going to get in his ear and, and show him what um is most important right now yes abortion is important yes uh, uh the gun laws are important but this immigration problem is the biggest and the economy of course yep. is important. but the immigration is truly number one that is what is going to get you back in if you start showing the, the american people that you're coming up with a resolve not the problem not another situation but a resolve to try to make it better and it's not going to happen overnight but you got nine months before Ten, nine more, ten more months before the, the primary or before the election, November the fourth or November the seventh, whichever day it is, you got to start showing us right now that you're doing something. You're implementing a plan to make drastic change for the for, right. the, for the border because that's the only way you're going to get the, the people who are undecided or people who are against you on your side. That is it. Yeah, we got to get the independence right. So that's the most important thing. And I heard somebody else talk, and I and I wanted to say. I understood their point, which I'll tell you in a sec, but I, I care about our border, the U.S. border. Yeah. Um, he was saying he I think he was he was a congressman, but I, I can't think of the of the state that he was that he was in because I got the, the latter half of his interview. But he was saying, listen, this border problem is not it's a worldwide issue right now with with all the refugees coming around. It's not just the U.S. And I'm like, mm. so, yeah, I know everybody's stretched. I think that's what you're trying to say. Just like the economy. Ours is the best economy. People don't want to hear that, though. Um, I, you know, so I'm interested in the southern border. Not I'm actually interested in all of our borders to keep everybody safe. But I am I am interested in in, in Mexico, uh, and I think that's where he's got to start putting some some big efforts. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, listen, Bobby, we are we are listen. This is why we do this at Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen. And I understand that you can have a difference of opinion here. This is a free platform, to, but if you have questions, email us, send them in to us. Let us know how mm-hmm. you feel. Inbox Bobby Clifford at Clifford Bobby on Instagram. Inbox me at Monroe.Flame on Instagram or on Facebook. And let us know your plight and why you see things a different way. We are not going to bum rush you to say you're wrong. We're going to give you a fair chance and a, a flat a surface to say, hey, if, if I'm saying something that you don't agree with and you can show me a different way or a better way, this is a, a forum to do that because this is a laugh We have the same model for the last three and a half seasons we're on our way to season number four which is we are not trying to get you to 
change your mind. We are only trying to get you to use your mind. Because why, Bobby? Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. And a vote is an even worse thing to waste. So I'm hoping that you guys are voting. Yes. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I cannot tell you who to vote for. You pick whatever party that you think is instrumental in your life. But you damn sure need to make sure that you get out and vote. It is the most important and crucial mm -hmm. year of my 39 years of life. Don't say nothing, Bobby. Of my 39 <laughs> years of life, this is the most important election that I've ever experienced. And it's for so many different All reasons that it's important. It is so, and it ain't just because we need a president. It is because we need a leader. We need a world leader, period. Yeah, and someone that's calm and kind, and and that that acts presidential, not not the other way around. Hey, we already heard a few months ago when Biden was in Boston. I don't think this is what he would want to be doing, uh, uh, other than if Trump was on the ticket. But he's willing to give up the next four years of his life, um, his life, and work hard. So the least we can do is vote. Yeah, that's all we can do, Bob. We have to vote. We got to make it important to us, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, listen, we appreciate you guys. Remember that I will be at Comedy in Harlem, February the 2nd and 3rd, which is one show Friday, two shows Saturday. Get your tickets on the website, Comedy in Harlem, or you can go to my Instagram page, which is Monroe.Flame. Now, my old Monroe Flame page is still up, but I have no control over it because it was hacked. And from what I hear, they're erasing a bunch of my old videos. What they don't know is I got them all saved, so go to hell. Uh, or follow me on Facebook, which is Marcus Slay Monroe Parker, TikTok Slay Monroe 125, and YouTube, which I'm really building my page and my channel. I thank you guys for the subscriptions and the likes. Y'all didn't get me up 10,000 people in a week, and I appreciate that. So keep liking, sharing, subscribing. I still do coffee time each and every morning when I don't have an appointment or something. Then I appreciate that. And where can we find you, gorgeous icon, Miss Tood? Oh, I'm on Instagram. I'm Clifford Bobby. And on um, Facebook, I'm Bobby Clifford. And on TikTok, I don't know what I am. Bobby Clifford, Clifford Bobby, one or the other. And on but Fe I don't TikTok. <laughs> and on February the 3rd, she'll be the fabulous blonde in the Woo! audience at the, at the show at Comedy in Harlem. So we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Mr. Aaron Howard, our fantastic producer. Ladies and gentlemen, we could not do a successful show without you guys listening in. And we appreciate you coming in every week. I know some of you agree with us and some of you don't. But that is why this page is the fairest podcast on the planet. Because... Everybody's welcome. Your opinion is valid and your opinion is welcome. But your disrespect is not because if you disrespect me or my beautiful co host, you're going to meet mother. And you don't want to meet mother. Mother nasty as shit. At oh, all. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. We will talk to you all next week. Peace out, Bobby C. Bye. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. 
This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.